Fake Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. So what's up, man? Um, we've done a lot of talk about how we hate. Um, oh, fuck, we hate everybody, um, uh, <laughs> right? Uh, no, seriously. Um, the whole reason why we do what we do is to bring people into this movement, and uh, we've done a lot of talk about people who, who are definitely anti freedom anti-liberty and today's episode just doesn't need to be about that um the free state project a lot of people have been hating on them lately but it obviously anybody who is winning gets hated on right so i think that's probably what's going on right now I think we should just step back from that and just let that manifest into whatever it's going to manifest into and then talk about it later because neither of us are free staters, right? Not yet. They might uh, convince me to be a card-carrying member at some point, but they're going to have to figure out how to keep it from being so cold. (laughs) Right. For the folks who aren't quite following what Vance is talking about here. Free State, New Hampshire, they've been talking about secession in a much more concrete and much more meaningful way recently. Um, It's kind of been in at least that circle of news. Uh, It hasn't really broken national news or anything like that, which I guess is by design. Uh, But if you haven't heard about that, that is something that's happening up there. The personal note. I have been wooed by the free state and wooed successfully to the point that I seriously wanted to be a part of that. Becoming an independent state outside of the union no longer is wooing me. It is making me absolutely have to become part of that movement. I will no longer be debating it in my head, financially, whatever. If this becomes a free state separate of the union, I will become financially, emotionally, physically part of this movement. It goes for uh, Texas, too. Step it the fuck up. (laughs) Get the hell out. You heard it here first. Whoever secedes first gets Vance as part of the deal. Oh, yeah. And then you have to continue to do it better than the other states because obviously I'm willing to fucking leave. <laughs> I am not loyal. You guys, I mean, that's the whole point of being a libertarian. It's like the free market rules. You do it better, you win. Which is how we should be thinking about smaller markets, but 
what a massive market that would be of state versus state. Would it not? I mean, the idea of just leaving, just leaving. I am not a free stater. So you guys keep doing what you're doing and uh, I have no hate for you. But I've heard a lot and and I would like to address it amongst other other things, right? Um, you and I have been uh, portrayed as MAGA in the recent days on Twitter. So I'd like to address you being a MAGA. That's a that's a tough one. So let's address MAGA as what they say MAGA is. So you are a fascist who believes in big government controlling big corporations in cooperation to control the little tiny guy that is you and I. Oh, I think I voted for the wrong thing. I wanted to vote for mega. Oh, so wait a second. You are not for big corporations in cahoots with the government telling me where I can poop. No, I'm for small corporations in cahoots with small government telling you how much you can poop. Oh. Well, see, I'm for my poop telling small corporations to go suck a dick. So for those of you who are still with us after that, yeah, I would like to thank you because yeah. we thank have you. reached 75 episodes of this horrible podcast. Horrible. Terrible. My son told me to shut up. Stop doing the podcast and just hang out with him at night. But, you know, he's also six and doesn't want to go to bed. See, I think it's clear that he has ulterior motives. Yeah, I think he's uh, a fed. I think he's been turned. <laughs> he's like, I'm not telling you what it is, but there's going to be some misinformation coming. Yeah. And it may or may not come from Russia. But I, I will thank everyone for sticking with us through this uh, 75 episodes. I think that's something to be right. proud of. I feel pretty good about it. Our, I mean, all the Proud Boys that listen to us, they're totally, <laughs> they're, they're so happy about it. Well, it's right there in their name. They're, they're proud. Right. right? They're, they're proud, proud of us. I, and they're boys. I skimmed over their website. I'm not sure what they're actually all about, but I assume they're just proud of everybody, right? Well, I mean, they're feds. They're all they're all fucking feds now. At one point, there's a couple of people that weren't, and then, but now they're all feds. Every 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 fucking one of them is a fed. Is it like a feeder team or like a minor league team where they? draft and kind of upstream folks to the major leagues i think that anybody who is involved enough to know what a fed looks like is like oh that's a lot of feds enough about those guys and their pride parade yeah 
faggots. We have made it to 75 episodes, and I think it's worth talking about some good news and reflecting on how well things have gone up until now, but also how things will continue going. I think the thing that you and I certainly align on, and I think a lot of folks in this community align on is the the benefits of technology. So I think we wanted to do, do a bit of a, a deep dive into some of those things on how uh, technology can move our cause and all causes forward. But I, I was I was thinking about it today, and I think there are three interesting points about technology and how it relates to the two-party system that we see in place now, at least in the U.S. You and I have both said this before, that technology, like liberty-leaning folks, tends to do the right better than the right and tends to do the left better than the left. But I think there's actually a third point there, which is it actually does the left and the right better than the left and the right. What I mean by that is that it doesn't behave in this mutually exclusive way that we've Mm -hmm. all been programmed and trained to think that in order for you to get progress you have to make some concession on the other side it's always framed as this weird zero-sum game but i i truly think technology is not just what will allow the left to accomplish its goals and the right to accomplish its goals but the left and the right to accomplish their goals together in a way that is satisfactory and beneficial to everybody i agree with that to an extent um i also agree with the thought that people are going to be sheep and follow the most popular person whatnot but i think that humanity has has definitely pushed us in a a direction that uh, that understands that sometimes we don't know what's best for others. And uh, I think that those ideas will prevail in the long run. But I also think that we need to open up avenues for people to bail out of these ideas and go, go on and do their own thing. And I think that because we're attacked on so many fronts all the time that sometimes we forget that there are real people who just aren't going to, are not going to come to these conclusions that we know what's best for ourselves and you don't. They're just not going to come to that. I think this is, is a great example of exactly what we're here to talk about today is that so much of this has been propagated through channels that even 20 years ago just did not exist. The fact that you and I are having this conversation about a movement that's happening 
in another part of the country and other folks in this country and others, shout out to you international listeners, can hear this as soon as we post it and can participate in that. I mean, if you think about what technology has enabled for us, it goes well beyond the goals of the left, the right, the big, the small. It is giving us all an opportunity to participate and level the playing field. That's one of the reasons why I know liberty will prevail because humanity's natural instinct is to take whatever's given to them or it or whoever and manipulate it into such that it can be a defensive weapon against whatever is coming after them. So I'll just inject a a little bit of uh, levity. One of the things that is on the left playbook, we'll say, Uh is green energy. Mm -hmm. Right? We hear that term a lot. Mm -hmm. Another word, sustainability. Mm. That's a big one. Yeah, yeah. This is this is an, uh, one that I think is a really good example of where right now I think the right and the left diverge a good bit. I think this is probably a pretty polarizing topic, but I think this is a great way to highlight how technology can actually help us both accomplish what each of us want and what do we want well in the topic of green and sustainability you have what do you we want i think i think that that's a huge question is what do you want do you when you talk about climate change or the earth or whatever, are you talking about, do I want a situation where humans survive? Or do I want the climate to stay stagnant? Exactly where it's at right now because it's the most perfect climate ever. Period. What is most important? Well, and it doesn't it, even have to be human surviving. Yes, any animal. Re, I mean, replace humans with whatever animal, and still ask the same question. Well, if if because you were to take the position, a of, lot of people would say that those are the same thing, but they are not anywhere close to the same question. When you really think about what I ask you, there is nowhere near that being the same question. So, and I'm not even saying humans. I'll I'll put I'll interject any animal into that. I think I think that's totally fair. If if you were to 
do the, let's say, short elevator pitch of what the right's goal for green energy and sustainability is, what would you say that is? Um, The right politician or let's say the right voter? Because I feel that those are two completely different answers. When I say the right, like no, yeah. no, no politics. I the the actual people because I don't I don't care to solve the the politicians' problems. I don't care what they're asking about, right? Like whatever their well, goals no, are. Okay, don't mean so to me. the people on the right, I think that they're just um, they're gonna go with natural gas, clean coal, and stuff like that because it is the cheapest, and it is what should be used in a country that doesn't have the money to develop nuclear. Uh, other than that, I think that nuclear has just been demonized to the extent that most of our Republicans aren't going to pick it because it has been demonized and they've just been scared away from it. Here, Here's here's another one. Um, okay. So, I, I, I know we, this was like the thing that made you prickle a couple of weeks back, but wealth distribution. Hmm. If you were to be a voice to the right, if you were to be an advocate for your average conservative voter. God damn. If they talk about a place where conservatives are stupid. Let's go ahead. Like we're right here. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying that the other side's smarter. Not in any form or fashion. Because you both are Keynesians. You're both the worst. If you if you were to be generous to the conservatives okay. and say what is you're, the You were what right is their, about housing. What is their what is their goal? when it comes to wealth distribution, if they had their way and could snap their fingers and make wealth distribution work. It would just be all, like we would all get the same amount of money every week. But the, what they don't understand is that just that would just mean that money would be basically worthless. Power, um, and other forms of of currency would become uh, dominant, and poor people would just be more poor, and rich people would just be more rich. <clears throat> okay. Un- unfortunately, that's just the way it would okay. be. I mean, money money isn't anything except for what you can buy with it. So if you gave poor people a million dollars, if you can't buy anything with a million dollars, they're still they're still poor. Okay. What's something that you could be white pilled about? Like is there like what is what would you say is a goal of the right populace that you think is an, a good goal? A good goal. Yeah, where you can where you can agree with them, you can argue their point. Okay, so a new point that the right has 
adopted and I I feel like they're doing it just because they've been attacked by them recently but I'm gonna have to go with thank God they're starting to see it is the police state doesn't work for the people the police state whether it be the fed or whatnot they they are employed by a government and they work for said government and they do evil things that said government tells them to do so this is this is a, a really good example the the right has been on this uh, recently about with like the FBI they're raiding Trump uh, the FBI had been found to be doing a lot of the you know misinformation here's the the dossier the blah blah COVID blah, blah, blah right? yeah right so the 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 police state where the right had been largely mm, we back the blue etc for for a long time uh, they are now very yeah much uh, against that so i think i think yes this is this is a place where like the the right position would be how do we how do we pull away the power from the fbi how do we pull away the power from like the cia and these these big agencies on the left uh their goals would be something more akin to oh okay all cops are bad uh, the, the police state at like an enforcement level not this is like FBI raid type things but just all cops are bad because they are all inherently racist that would be a, from a voter point of view but from a person they're voting for point of view let's, let's try, it would be more let's, like let's try and hold on okay. it would be more like how do I utilize the power that the cops have for the ends that I want. I don't want to give them the mind share. I want to try and be as, as positive and, and hopeful. Well, see, I think it's, I think it's more beneficial to be honest about this, but, but like, I mean, we can come up, we can come up at it from a Cinderella point of view. If you, if you'd like first. Now, what do you, what do you mean by that? Because I, I'm not saying we should because, dismiss the reality of it. I'm when saying I go, because even the the Republicans who are saying things, the FBI is bad and whatnot, they're not realizing they're doing it until you're bringing it up to them. Like you still have to like, I talk to these people. You have to, you bring up that they're like against what the FBI is doing. And then you still have to say, now that's that's the sticker you have on the back of your truck. And they still have to connect it. And they still, when they do, they go, fuck. Right. Maybe I need to think about. So they're already saying maybe the FBI is wrong about this. And still, you're three or four steps away from them going, Maybe they work for the wrong people. Yes, but I, I say let them come to that conclusion, right? Let's let's not. I mean, I still got to steer them. I, I don't think steer we, them. Nobody else is. I don't think they need to be steered. 
I think we solve the problem and uh, then the politicians just don't even enter the conversation. I mean, right? politicians That's, not entering the conversation sounds great. Great. That that's that's my whole premise here is the idea that we don't have politicians. We don't need them. Anarchy. God damn it. We came from it. I mean, we got there. You and I got there, but from a totally different way. You were like, "Man, I just don't want to hear what they have to say." And I was like, "Man, they lied me into believing that killing brown people was okay. I got a lot more guilt than you got, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. I much would have rather got there from your point of view. Maybe next week will be a white bill. 